0: Oh, mm-hmm.
1: Beautiful souls welcome to the breakthrough lounge another night here with your host Lonnie I am your author your transformational speaker and life coach and I am also a dance educator so shout out to Vox wave radio who's super amazing how you doing Reggie Ridge and our phenomenal engineer mr. Ron himself he's super amazing as well and also, you guys, if you would like to be a guest on my show in the Breakthrough Lounge, please reach out to me at 240-547-4358. I almost forgot, but that's, that's the number. <laughs> 240-547-4358. So, tonight's topic, you guys, we're going to talk about my other business, which is called the Dynasty Institute. So... Today is going to be a little bit about the Dynasty Institute, about um, community support. Like I want to wrap all of that into this um, this session tonight because to, what I've have been seeing on social media, everything is kind of like it kind of brought my topic up to say, you know what? I want to talk about my other business, the support, and then I want to go into what we currently um has going on right now in the news with the young man who just passed away. So I want to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. So tonight you guys, as you know I am a dance educator, I'm a certified acrobatic arts instructor and I am a contortion flexibility coach. So some of you guys probably like, "What? What is she talking about? What is a acrobatics? What is a contortion?" we do that yeah we do that so what acrobatics is you guys it is a form of tumbling that dancers typically do so if you see gymnasts that's a sport that typically in gymnastics but a dancer when you see them flipping they're not on a spring floor they're on a hardwood floor so they have to be trained differently so that is considered acrobatics I've been teaching acrobatics probably about 15 years so I remember starting and in DC where I rented out this small place and I started I remember my first group of kids I had 20 kids in that class and I remember I didn't even have real thick mats I had yoga mats I was just starting out it was just like oh my god I was fascinated with stunts and tumbling I was teaching tumbling with my, ment- um, my mentor, Coach Wally, over at the Merlin Sports Complex, who trained me in tumbling, and he allowed me to shadow him and everything. So that's kind of where it started from. So now I'm in this thing, this, this, this acrobatics world, and now all the kids want to flip, right? Everybody come to Miss Lanium's like, teach my baby how to flip, right? But people don't realize that there is a process to this you do not just come in class and learn the art of acrobatics not only am i teaching your child how to do these things but i have to teach them the progressions the safety measures the vocabulary and that's what a lot of people miss when i show videos and stuff they just look at hey look at that skill look at that cartwheel look at that that girl that was on her head doing that balance. I want my daughter to learn that. But it takes time. Some of these kids been with me for a long time. So what, one of the things I want parents to understand is you cannot skip the process. You got it? Like we live in this microwavable world where we see things on social media and you instantly say, I want that but you don't know what it took to get that. So leading me going into, as y'all know, most people who follow me on social media, seeing that I posted my recent photo shoot with a few of my dance girls, but also my daughter. So I got a lot of feedback like, oh my gosh, she's so talented, oh she's good. I can't wait for my daughter to train with you. And I'm like, my daughter's been dancing since she was two, you guys, like two. So you're, you're looking at the outcome or the results, but what about the in-between? You missed all of that. You missed the late nights. You missed the extra privates of ballet that I paid somebody else to do. It wasn't just me. It was other people who poured into my daughter's life too. And some of you guys are just not willing to sacrifice to get that result. So we want, 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 but we're not willing to do that work. So tonight, I want to go into, on my website, I want you to go to thedynastyinstitute.com. Download your free copy of your Ultimate Dance Checklist for Dance Parents. Because so many parents I get in my inbox trying to find a dance program, but they don't really know what they're looking for. They see it on TV, they're like, my daughter like that, I'm trying to find her a program. I'm like, okay, what kind of a program? And when I start asking them questions, they don't really know. The lack of research is going to cost you to waste a lot of time and a lot of money. So go to my website, and you're going to go to thedynastyinstitute.com, you guys. So basically what this checklist is going to be about, it's going to tell you about the questions you should ask a teacher, about the teachers, like are they qualified, how long they've been teaching for, just a little bit of background. And don't feel like you cannot ask these questions. Don't, if if you go to somebody's program and then you start asking questions and they're like, well, why are you asking me these questions? That's a red flag. Get out of there, you don't need to, you know, If they can't answer your questions, that's a problem. Students, what is the student environment like? Is it bullying taking place here? Um, Is the the culture of the students friendly? You wanna know these things. The training, is the training what you want? Is it maybe you're trying to put your daughter in a dance program, maybe just to build self-esteem. You notice, you know, she needs something to be more social. Or is it your daughter trying to go to the next level and maybe a Juilliard dancer or, you know, kind of that thing. So you really need to know what caliber of training that that place holds so you know if that's going to be conducive for your child. Also, the environment. Is the environment laid back? Is it chill? Is it structured? You need to know all of that because you don't want to feel like you're paying your money um, to a place and then you walk in it's like it's a playground. Or is it too structured and you're like, oh, I don't think this is a fit for my child in the way they learn. So I really want, you know, parents to really understand you have to research. And then I'll get people, and this is a big thing that I'm about to talk about. You'll get a lot of parents that will call me and say, I'm looking for like the best of the best. I need quality training the the owner got to be on her a-game the teachers got to be on their a-game which is great I like that you have that drive but then I want you to ask yourself this question are you on your a-game are you the best parent for that best program right because what I find too is people a lot of parents want these things but when they go to a program they don't necessarily always show up at their best and what, what do i mean by that you know your child need to be on time but you you're you always late so that's not being your best on your end or you miss a lot of emails you don't read or you make a lot of excuses Um, And I actually did talk about this topic on a recent live that I did from my Instagram, because I'll see people that say, you know, you have a part time job, right? You signed up for this dance schedule and you get off at six o'clock. But your daughter's dance class starts at six thirty. So you got to go home. You got to get from work, go home and get your daughter to her dance program, but every time you get her there, you're always late. So then when it becomes an issue, we'll try to back it up, the parent will try to back it up and say, well, I gotta do this and I gotta do this and I gotta leave from here. Y'all should understand. And it's like, ho, ho, ho. Why should they understand? You knowingly knew your schedule. So why did you make, your responsibility now becomes somebody else's responsibility that is something you know and that's one of the things that I see amongst our black community where we want everybody to understand and I think it's not fair and then what happens is when that that black business say that they're not going to put up with it the first thing we holler is oh you know I could take my daughter somewhere else and this is why I don't do black businesses and that's why you should understand you know you know what it's like and it's like why are we going to organizations with that mentality if I already know as a parent that I cannot get off to a certain time only thing I can do is have that discussion with that owner and say hey I notice her top classes at this time, but unfortunately on Wednesdays I get off at this time. Is it okay if she still participate? They can either say yes or no. If the answer is no, you cannot be upset. That is a rule because guess what? You will go somewhere else to another race, let's be real, and you would abide by those rules so you gotta make sure that you are showing up at your best and not coming with the mentality of i need a hookup because you look like me that's not the mentality so we really have have to support the whole village and i always talk about the village especially with the dance program in order for the village to work everybody has to do their part but if you're coming as a customer and saying hey um yeah I signed up oh well I'm gonna do whatever I want to do at least my daughter into something guess what that's not gonna run over too well in order for that um business remember there's small business so in order for that small business to grow everybody has to do their part but when you're not doing your part how do that business grow it doesn't so then that business end up having to close. <laughs> and then we look up and we I'm hearing a lot of conversations like, Well, Miss Lonnie, it's no good programs out here no more. And I'm like, So you say, guess what? When you're not supporting that community who was pouring into your child, they have no choice but to what? Close. And people don't realize so many people have fought for us to even. Be able to have our own building, like an Alvin Ailey, a Dance Theater Harlem. When you look at Misty Copeland, right, who was the first black ballerina of ABT. So when you're seeing these things, it's like somebody paid the way. So parents, we have to do a better job at making sure that we research and value where our children go. Because that's the place you pick. If that was if you felt like that wasn't the right place, you put them somewhere else, right? So you have to make sure that you do your part. So I know for me, I like to go above and beyond for my kids. Like I'm a person I I, I think outside of this DMV area because I want these kids to go New York, LA, all of that. But it takes a different mindset to get them there. I can't think DMV mindset. So if you know that you want your kids to go to these places, research. Research what does it take for your child to become an Alvin Ailey dancer. Research what does it take for your child to be a Debbie Allen dancer. The same way if your daughter came or your um, son came home and said, I want to be a doctor. You would make them research what does it take to be a doctor, what type of grades? Same thing, right? So you have to play your part so our community can grow, you guys. So I hope that you really understand the whole breakdown in the village of what it's gonna take for you to be a part of this village and do what you're supposed to do. That's the only way your child is gonna be able to grow in this dance field. I wanna see more of african-american girls getting in ballet getting these scholarships but they won't be able to go parents if you're not showing up at your best gotta show up at your best so you can't get mad when some of these big top schools close and then we now trying to fight because now they didn't made the news Oh, well, what are we gonna do? We need to band together. Well, you should have been banding together when your baby was in the school, when she was in her local um, dance company that you could have supported to make sure she get what she need so she could have got to the next level. Stop waiting to stuff like close a disaster to happen, somebody loses their life, all of these things for you to now say, I wanna mend together. No, that's the wrong time. That's the, that's the late time. Now it doesn't make any sense now. So which goes right into the topic that I am going into about support. So we're going to take a quick, short commercial break. Don't go nowhere because this topic about to really get juicy. Okay? So see you guys shortly. Don't go nowhere.
0: But a the little bit of the little bit the little bit the little bit of the i e
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Breakthrough Lounge with your, um, your host, I'm sorry you guys, with your host Lonnie, I am your speaker, transformational coach, and speaker, and right now I have my special guest, she's amazing, <laughs> Mignon Brown. Yes. Yes, and we about to give it to you real <laughs> live and uncut, we got some juice, some tea, all of that. All of that. And we just want to, you like right now we just it's it's a topic that needs to be had absolutely and we you know what we seeing? hey you guys what we're seeing in the media you know the young man who just lost his life you know rest easy king i mean you did some amazing stuff in the community even though i didn't personally know you i didn't know of your music but i researched and i was like wow Mm -hmm. he was doing some amazing stuff he was really about the community he was you know trying to buy property mm-hmm. so you know we can help us you Absolutely. know so it was it was good did
2: you personally have you heard of the rapper before unfortunately no i'm i was just like you when um i heard about it, I started seeing the pictures and i remember seeing the pictures of him and um Lauren London and so i was like oh my goodness that was him so of course to go and research and see what he's what he's all about And I'm like you when I heard about all the things that he was doing for the community, like, you know, real estate and buying back the block and doing all these things. And he was just one of those young men, those young men who we would consider woke. Right. Yeah. Really Mm -hmm. know about what's going on with the world, you know, And trying to educate our people on the, the realness of what it means to be black in America. Absolutely, he, he was amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so it's just unfortunate he lost his life, but also, you know, going right into our topic, like, to see the support, mm-hmm. right? You know, that it takes, it happens when a person passes away. Right. You know, why do we wait until tragedy happens to now play all the music and, you know, say what a beautiful life somebody had. And it's like, okay, why do we do
2: that as a community? Absolutely, I said the same thing. You know, when I was seeing all the, and you know, and don't get me wrong, cause definitely, you know, rest in peace to that young brother, he was doing awesome things. But it's just amazing that people that's outside of his friends and his network, that everyday stranger that you see on these social platforms, giving all of this support to a person that died. And so I was like, you know, it's so amazing to me that in our community that we have to literally die for people to support what we're doing. Absolutely. And then, and so when I was, when I was looking at that, I just started talking and I was talking to God and I asked God, and God said to me, "It's because they just want to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. It's like you know that person died. Oh yeah, that's my cousin. That's my sister. We did. We went to school. We did this. But yet when that person out here hustling, when that person out here trying to make a name for themselves, so they won't have mm-hmm. to go back and live in poverty or yeah. what they grew up in, you don't hear nobody clapping. You no. don't hear nobody liking. You don't Mm-mm. see nobody sending no money." But if you die, they come Everybody out in droves. They got the whole T-shirt. They got the banner and everything. Oh, yeah. And you're like, well, where are you? So it makes me think, it's like, when when are we going to become a people that are more proactive instead of reactive? Yeah, we have to because it, it's, it's just so
1: unfortunate. I'm just still sitting here thinking about not just him, just other people. In our community in our that community li- that live in our community mm-hmm. that again who fought who did certain things in the community that and it's like you guys it didn't hurt you to share something mm-hmm. that they were doing like why does it it hurt you just to see somebody event on social media even if you can't attend it mm-hmm. share it mm-hmm. you don't know What will happen? Absolutely. Stop waiting until they get put on Mm -hmm. to now want to get on. Right. Like, no. Share it when they're right in your neighborhood. Don't wait till they become a celebrity. And then all of a sudden you want to pull out your old pictures from high school. Right.
0: (laughs) All right? Mm -hmm. And then want
1: to be in a picture. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I knew them. We we was in Mm -hmm. um, ninth grade. We used to eat Mm -hmm. at third lunch. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Why you want to do that? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you you seen all the stuff they was out here doing. You never went to nothing.
2: But then they'll tell you that you're changing, that you switched up. Oh yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah, that's what they'll say. You changed. You switched up on me. Yeah, you don't. You act like you don't know nobody Not now. It. You didn't got too big. No, it's that I it's not that I don't know you nobody now. It's just that I only deal with the people that support me. I right. want to focus on those people. And the people that's assigned to your season
1: at that time. Absolutely. People don't realize that too. Even it's not always negative. Mm-hmm. I have people, my friends, certain people that was a part of my circle in another season. We didn't end on bad notes or They just had to transition Mm -hmm. to where they was going. I knew a friend; she moved to LA. She had to she had to follow her dream and dance her life away. But when she come back, Mm -hmm. we link up, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't go with her. Mm -hmm. Some people gotta be left, and you gotta be okay with that
2: and keep it moving. And you know what? That happened to me. I had a very good friend. She was actually one of my mentors and she was helping me um, when I started my um, nonprofit for domestic violence and so she gave me a lot of platforms to be able to go out here and share my story and really to pave a way for me and so as I started growing and people started hearing more about me and now I sit on a lot of organizations and I prayed for this to be able to sit at the table mm, to, be able to, to be able to make change and so when I finally got to the tables to be able to help and make change she felt as though that now I didn't left her, and it wasn't about leaving her, in that sense. But I had to go and pave the way. Right, yeah, because you now know somebody else, mm-hmm. you won't be able to do the
1: same thing. Exactly. And then they gonna have to leave. Exactly. And that's what happens in the other communities. That's what they do. When you see a lot of um, Latinos and you know in that culture when they live together they help cultivate when you we go get our nails done you'll see the same thing in their community they help each other Mm -hmm. they get them going and they push them Mm -hmm. now you go Mm -hmm. and get your style now what you do is help the next person Mm -hmm. so it becomes a chain so now when they started off with one nail salon or hair salon whatever they got carry out now they got multiple
2: absolutely but see
1: we get in our minds and say Somebody left us. Mm-hmm. Oh, they think they better. Mm-hmm. No. How about you were the person that was able to sow that seed. Mm-hmm. You're going to now, now it's watching it grow. Now you about to sow and mm-hmm. it becomes a, this whole little thing, this whole little circle instead mm-hmm. of looking at it like they left me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you understand you planted the seed now and the seed is going to continually grow? but we so caught in our mindset that crabs in a barrel
2: mindset that we can't get nowhere absolutely it's sad absolutely and it, it really hurt me because i was like Dad, now that i'm at the table now i can tell these people about you but see now you didn't mess it up now that i can't even trust you Yeah, cause now you mad that i'm at a table that you're not but knowing that I have to get in there to sit at the table first, figure out what's going on, and then when it's time to bring you in, That's I can it. bring you That's in. That's it. But they, I, my work got to speak for itself first. Because they, so they, it's they came
1: looking for you. Absolutely. Be, so when they come looking for you... You can't worry
2: about nobody right Mm -mm, now. Not right now. It ain't time. It ain't time. It ain't time. time. I had to cultivate that relationship. Yes. Build that relationship that when I do say, hey, I got a sister over here that do this, they like, oh, yeah, bring her on.
1: And then sometimes it may not be for you to bring. Absolutely. sometimes People got to be okay with that too and not think that, okay, they got on and they didn't tell nobody about me. It's not that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the fit for where they was trying to go and where I was trying to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. our assignment stopped. Right. So it's, it's a lot of that, and we just got to get out of our mindset of thinking that we attached to everything.
2: That is so true. That is so true. And, and I even know, even with the work I do, I know that I am not attached to one person you know what I'm saying it's like a tree you know a branch the branches yes. on a tree you know you are going so many different directions and everything you're not attached to just one person or one place so you have to be able to grow and branch out and the people that's coming up with you have to understand that they do. not to take it personal everything is not a it's personal, not personal.
1: it's just and that's what I think people have to realize like I had to make a huge decision um, in my business as we both are entrepreneurs and every day something may change mm-hmm. you may have applied for a certain grant back in 2017 but then we now in 2019 where you now you now did enter in some other business venue and now and all of a sudden they say here's the grant mm-hmm. so now you gotta hurry up and try to figure out okay what do I do? I gotta figure it out. Cause now they saying for me to get this money, I gotta show them this, but right now I'm into this. So you always in this juggling phase and, ev- and everybody don't understand that. Mm-hmm. So even for my, my dance business, I had to make A huge decision to say hey I right now I can only offer this because of where I'm about to go because Mm -hmm. now I'm being called to go to a lot of speaking engagements so this is what I got to do guess what all of them cut me off Mm. let's be real like they cut me off I'm like it's okay it's not personal Mm -hmm. that's a teachable moment for your kids to say in life You may find that you're in a season with somebody, and they may now got to leave. That's a teachable moment and say, hey, as you get older and you start having to do things, there's going to be some people that you got to move on from. Absolutely. Not that it's negative. Mm -hmm. You keep that communication because guess what? You may be the same person that got to reach back out to me and say, Miss Lonnie, I need a recommendation letter for this. Guess what? You're not going to be able to get it because mm-hmm. why you just
2: left and that's and that's so important that we can't burn those bridges, bridges. Mm-hmm. we have to still maintain those relationships that we have with people you know it's not about like okay it's not going my way so i'm just going to throw the, the whole person away no no. and that's what we're accustomed to of just throwing, throwing people off. away just you cannot
1: do that even jobs it's the same way we put in our notice we got to leave we want to leave on good terms. Because mm-hmm. guess what? We'll never know we're going to have to come back. Mm-hmm. We'll never know 10 years. We all have been there. You may have been away from that job 10 years ago. And then all of a sudden, you got to apply for something. And they say, We need 10 years worth of mm-hmm. job history. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you got to go back and say, Hold on. I got to find Mr. Johnson's number. Mm-hmm. Mr. Johnson, you still let so and so. Can you vouch for me? But what if you left Mr. Johnson crazy, cut them all off and did, did all this shenanigans, you're not going to be able to go back. To Can't Mr. even Johnson. use them. Can't use. Can't him. even use. Now him. you got to go ask your, your uncle mm-hmm. to pretend to like, he like he Mr. Mr. Johnson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, just mm-hmm.
1: again, mm-hmm. we have to get better as a community and we tear each other down so much. That it's like anything that a black business or anything that we trying to do, the one moment we mess up, it's like, oh, see, that's why I don't do business with them. And that's why I do, and you like, hold, you throw the whole business away?
2: The whole business away.
1: The whole business. You couldn't have just reach
2: out and say X, Y, and Z. But yeah. Other cultures will accept anything from them and anything. say, "Well, it's okay because it's in my neighborhood, I have to support them, yeah. or I have to do this, I don't have nowhere else to go or just because I want to go there it doesn't even matter how they treat me. But when it comes to black businesses, we're held to such a high standard among our own that we can't even fail no at all we can't even fail can't we can't do, do nothing, nothing wrong, wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. nothing wrong, and remember. Most of the small businesses are operated off of one or two. Two is pushing it. Mm-hmm. two people mm-hmm. trying to do the best that you can so you can you can get the revenue to start asking other people. can they help out? But when you first starting off,
2: Look at Apple. Look at all of these people. They didn't, they didn't have a team, Mm-mm. but we was working with them, Absolutely, we? and I say that right now. You know, within my business, I have six different contracts that I'm working on, and it's all me. You know what I'm saying? I am praying to God for me one day where I'll be able to hire me an assistant to be able to assist me so I can go out and get more work. But right now, it's just me. I'm handling everything My, my schedule My travel your getting marketing, my, Yeah, everything. marketing Going out getting other businesses And you know, I'm just trying to sell myself And you know, it's hard So, you know, when you got people That got you in this bubble Where you can't move two steps to the left Without being afraid that you might step on it's someone a, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then your whole business And they're so quick to tarnish your name It is it's, They're it's, so quick to just crazy. tarnish your name
1: it's just so crazy, and I'm, you know, and it's not even to make excuses for any of our black businesses. Yes, we do have some people that take money. We that's in every they culture. D-
2: exactly. That's not
1: a, a, a black thing. You know Mm-mm. what I mean? That's in we don't every have no culture. monopoly on that. No, no, that's in everything. But as customers, you guys got to know how to respect people' business as well. And I, you know, talked about that in my dance program where. We you want the best instruction for your child, but you're not the you're not being your best parent right now.
2: Absolutely,
1: you not coming. If you have that black business that that do hair or salon, you always late as a customer. But if if the stylist is late, you go on social media and say, "See, this what I'm talking about. I'm outside her door and she ain't on time." And it's like, okay, did you also express to to your audience? that you as a customer is always like like how you how you show up (laughs) Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. so again People don't put those things but be quick to tell you the other side. That's mm-hmm. why I always say it's two sides. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the truth. And then the truth.
0: <laughs> you two know. sides and then and the truth. And then the
1: truth. Mm-hmm. Because I'll have people, as m- most people know, who have had their kids in my program, they know I am strict. Mm-hmm. They know I am structured. But why is it when a black business is structured and strict, we call it you're doing <laughs> too, too much? Oh, Yeah.
2: You're what is that about? That. Famous for doing when too much. When you have
1: rules in your business as a African-American business, it's called you doing too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, she doing too much. I was just only a little, um, you know, just 10 minutes late. That's still late. Why amazing. is that doing too much? But yet, again, if we go over to another culture and they don't honor that, Oh, when I'm leaving, okay, I just rebook my appointment, what, what, Whatever date you got. We we settle with that. Mm-hmm. But we cause a whole chaos and act of food mm-hmm. in a black establishment when we don't allow people to get their way. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. get it.
2: Yeah.
1: It's so embarrassing. Nobody goes into the curry out and half of y'all eat there every week same same curry I've been in the in the community for years mm-hmm. and they done went up on their price mm-hmm. you still get you still get your fried rice your wings your D- general toast lunch special you still get it mm-hmm. without no problem no problem the floors dirty, dirty. they been mopped Ma- in a week you don't say well why y'all ain't clean up they, in mm-mm. here mm-mm.
0: the floors been like that
1: for years mm-hmm. ain't look like it mm-hmm. had a mop to it in mm-hmm. years but you eat there. Mm-hmm. But a black restaurant open up. The first time you go in there, oh, it's small in here. Where's the air? Mm-hmm. I went in that bathroom. At least they had a bathroom. Mm-hmm. The curry outs ain't got no bathroom. But you go there every week. Mm-hmm. You can't ask, Mama, son. Hey, can I use your bathroom? No, there's None. no public bathroom. It's no public bathroom. Mm-hmm. So we got to do better as a community. We can't keep showing up when it's disasters and people pass away and peop- it's tragedy in our community, and everybody wanna post and y- y- that's men together. Let's march. We, where we? Well, where was the march before this? Yeah, we can't keep marching. Yeah, where was the march?
2: Yeah, we can't keep marching. Do
1: your part before. Stop waiting until disasters happen. Then want to show up and rally and say this
2: is what we need to do, especially with our children. Yeah, and we're, and it's like we're waiting on some type of superhero to come along. There's nobody coming along to save us but no, us. But us. We have to do the we're work. The, we're the Batman. Yeah. We're the
1: Superman. Mm-hmm. We all of these things, but we got to stop being lazy stop being lazy and talking a good game because it's easy to talk behind social media yes girl let me know when you, if you need
2: me oh mm. oh yeah well i do <laughs> uh-huh. and this is the day oh today oh not today girl not today mm-hmm. not today just mm-hmm. like i um i post every time i go out into the community i have um Partner with um, DC Office of Neighborhood and S- Neighborhood Safety and Engagement with um, one of my community partners, um, Wayne Cunningham, and also Vox and uh, My Heart Is in His Hand Ministry. So we go out once a month and we pop up in neighborhoods, you know, in Parvis Strickland neighborhoods, and we just feed them, you know. And we have been well; he's been doing it longer. I just started um, doing it in January. And so we just pop up, set up, go out there on the street corners with the grill or bring food, and we just feed them. And, you know, it's so amazing, too, when we go out there because the people, they be so grateful. It's like we just don't understand how many people are hungry, how many people and children go to bed at night with nothing to eat. And so with us being out there, you know, we are assuring them that, you know, it is some good people out here. Oh, it is. We do care. And whatever it takes for us to make sure that you're eating today, we're going to provide that. And then it opens up that community where they don't have to be a community with their gods up. You know, they can let Mm -hmm. it down. They don't have to be afraid of somebody coming into their community that they don't know. Right. You know. Well, no. It's it's okay. It's okay. They come and they come in to help and things like that. And so we always put out on Facebook, you know, to just donate support. We don't. And we ask people to say, you know, just five dollars would help. It's just something $5. so simple,
1: you guys. And sometimes we're not willing to turn down our plate for somebody, somebody else, else to have a plate. Think about this, if you literally turn down one lunch Mm -hmm. for the week and say, how many, a lot of us go without lunch sometimes. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, I ain't hungry. Mm -hmm. Donate, I did it last week. So many people were saying the cash shop thing, hey, send a dollar, send Mm -hmm. five, it adds up. It sure do. It really adds up. But if you're the person that's always on about looking through the, you know, on your phone and social media, and you're never doing anything, but then you're the first person that pop on with a status when a disaster has happened, and it's all of a sudden, we got to do something. Well, mm-hmm. where were you at?
0: Mm-hmm. Where were you Or
2: at? Or something happened within their family, then they in your inbox asking you, what can your organization help do. us with? Well, right now, probably nothing because you know if you would have been donating then it would have been something here when you needed it yeah that part you know that part but they know yeah. that you're going to go and get what they need they yeah. know that and that's what i think that's the sad part even some of the people who have benefited from different programs and have got on their feet they they get on their feet and they walk away and they never give back to help to another person coming after you them. have to help and i always tell people
1: once people be a blessing to you, you gotta be a blessing to, to somebody, somebody else. You have we to We all have been there. I think just like even for my daughter, when people see my daughter picture and they see all this glitz and glamour, I'm like, that was a lot of work. There mm-hmm. was a lot of blessings too mm-hmm. that was poor. I was a part of a program where when I was homeless and I lost everything and I was in a transitional, that that program Hope in a Home helped. Um, Sent Taylor to L.A. for Debbie Allen. Mm-hmm. I didn't have all the money,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: But how I showed gratitude was, hey, when I got on my feet, I'll come and speak for you guys. Mm-hmm. Don't I will not ask for a dime. I made sure I gave them a big portrait of Mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. with all my dances. So when you walk into their building now, that's what you see. And a lot of y'all, y'all have your kids with people donating different things. Y'all won't even send the companies a thank you Mm -hmm. card. Y'all, we got to do better with that. Your kids are a part of things, have been able to benefit off of things. Send a thank you card. You can get that from Dollar Tree. That's a Dollar Tree thing. It's just the mere fact of, I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Because guess what, that turkey giveaway, I didn't have to get it. Mm-hmm. That box of food, I didn't have to get it. Mm-hmm. But where was that organization? Okay, it was some, or it was this program that do Oh, let me sit down and write them just saying thank you. Mm-hmm. It's little things mm-hmm. that we got just gotta be mindful to say. Nobody should have to force you, no program should say, the program I was in used to have to force them to say, "Please write." They
2: would go get the cards. Why say, Just I was getting ready right to say that because it's so important for organizations to have those testimonials when when they go and they try to get more funding and stuff for the work they're doing. The people that give them money needs those um, testimonials of what they're doing, their program, and who have they served, their numbers. It's a numbers game. Yeah, that's how you get more money. Yeah, it's I a numbers can, game. I want to be able to come
1: that. back. Mm-hmm. But I can't come back if we got to keep asking them, Hey, can y'all get it? So literally that program used to go out and buy all the thank you cards. And then when we have our next meeting, they used to get everybody to sign. Because mm-hmm. when they left
2: it in everybody else's hand, they wouldn't do they it. They wouldn't do it. But we would get toys for days. Mm-hmm. We would get and all this stuff. And what happens is, is that when you don't do those things, and they go back and get money, they like, well, how many people? Well, we gave you $2,000 for this year, but since you only served three people, this year you get 500 they, they cut and the money. You, yeah, now They you cut get the cut. money. And so all the people that we were serving, we can't serve y'all now all because of the numbers. We the didn't numbers. get the numbers. You didn't do what you supposed to do. You didn't write the testimony. You didn't give us, you didn't get us the things that we needed. So now they didn't took the money. Yeah. And that's how we losing a lot of funding. So when people say, well, all
1: of these activities cost now and I got to do this and I... It's programs out here you guys that still offer scholarships. Yeah. But even with that, you guys, even with free sometimes, it requires something from out you. Of you. <laughs> yes. That's the part that that gets me sometimes. People want free, Mm -hmm. they want discount, but they don't want to do the part that they need to do. It's like financial aid. Mm -hmm. You want aid, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to fill out the FAFSA packet in a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, If a scholarship says, if I give this child this basketball, this dance, this cheerleading scholarship, your child will have to make it to every class. She has to do this. They can't be late. Why would you get mad if they if you keep being late and then they take the scholarship away? Mm-hmm. Now it's oh they being mean. No. If I'm going to give you something for free, you're going to respect mm-hmm. because so many other people are paying for this. Mm-hmm. So, free does not just mean free. You Absolutely. do nothing. This is not a babysitting thing. Mm-hmm. No, you have to show up. Because when my daughter was on scholarship, guess what? I had to make sure I um, participated at every recital. It wasn't optional, mm-hmm. it was mandatory. Because, guess what? Next year, You might want her to have another one. So now, when they go to do the review of how you treated that scholarship prior, Mm -hmm. it's going to dictate to them whether they should give you another. Absolutely. So be careful. Absolutely. They measure everything. Things. That's right. How did you treat it? Mm -hmm. Because that you're going to need it again. Mm -hmm. And if they if that track record shows your child was always late when you came in you was always disrespectful you showed your tail your your child was disobedient don't expect another scholarship absolutely absolutely not going to get it you blew
2: your blessing. Mm-hmm. God sent you a blessing and you blew it. Because there's so many more people out here that would appreciate it. That, that would appreciate. That would work hard and understand what it takes and what has been given to them and be appreciative of it. And it's like, you know, now you're in the way. You're in the way. Now you now you're in the way. And 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 again, it loses it for the
1: program because that program, that money came from somewhere. That's right. Right? So again, they got to show data. Yep data don't lie so if I gotta show data in my forms to say this kid that we gave a scholarship to they came to class this is what they was able to move up a level it has to show data Mm -hmm. if it's not showing data government funding and all these places say hey you you don't
2: need it you don't need it
1: so then we look (laughs) up and say see it ain't nothing in our community Mm -hmm. you know they charging us for everything we ain't got nothing, it ain't nothing
2: for our kids. Mm-hmm. You know why? Mm-hmm. That, that's why. And then they go look at the other communities and they say they got this and this and that over there. That's because they're using it. Just like the parks in the community. You'll go into the parks in a, in a poverty, um neighborhood. Won't nobody be there, right? But then you'll go to another uh, affluent neighborhood. Everybody out there. Everybody Because they else. know how to use the things that's given that's to them. That's given to them. To make sure they get more. That's how they, they how they get, how get more. And they take care of it. Yes. They're
1: not out there just throwing stuff all around mm-hmm. and putting bottles they take care of their community Mm -hmm. and and that's what people have to understand in order for our businesses in our community to stay you guys we have to take care of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you think about even back in the day, your neighborhood corner store. Mm -hmm. You took care of it as well, Mm -hmm. because you know, like, this my corner store. Mm -hmm. This this Mm is in the neighborhood. It needs to be here when I want to go get me some now, ladies or something, something. right? My little Boston baked beans. Mm -hmm. I need it to be here. Mm -hmm. What happens when it leaves? And then we look up and it's like, oh my God, where is this, what happened? They wasn't. It was no more money. Mm-hmm. Then you start complaining about they went up on their prices. They had to. Mm-hmm. Cost of living,
2: everything around mm-hmm. us went up. Absolutely. Oh, oh, then you got people that's going in there stealing, stealing. and robbing. You know, the consumer going to always take the hit when you're going into an establishment of taking things. I mean, again, it's all about the numbers. It's all about the numbers. So, you guys, we have to do better as a
1: community in order for our community to win, Mm -hmm. like for us to carry on the legacy Mm -hmm. of this young man where that's what he was doing, he was about the community. Mm -hmm. So we can post all day long of what he was doing. What are you doing? In your community. In your community. Again, he was starting something because, hey, he's seen that there was a need in our community mm-hmm. to go and buy up things so we can have ownership. But it doesn't make any sense now that he's gone. What are you going to do? Just post? Absolutely. Or are you going to look at his legacy and say, you know what? He was he was buying. He was smart. He was giving us some wisdom. How about I take his will wisdom instead of me going and investing in things that don't
2: make any sense? How about I start buying a profit? Absolutely. Let me go buy that abandoned um, building in my old neighborhood. Let me go and do some you know and take care of a. A, a park or playground, you know, refurbish it so the kids can have somewhere to go. You know, learn from him, do those types of things, but it starts in your own community. community. He does. went back to his own community where he used to stand out there, sell drugs, gang bang, or whatever, but he watched, he paid attention to his environment and knew that he wanted better for him and the people coming after him. Yeah, He knew that. And
1: guess what's going to happen to that store? It's going to stay there mm-hmm. because now the people in that community, they know what it was about. They knew what it stood for. They knew everything behind it. So it's solid right now. Mm-hmm. It's, so mm-hmm. even though he's gone, he's already left a mark.
2: Absolutely. So what
1: mark are you going to leave in your community? Because this wasn't, it was a tragedy, but what did you
2: learn from it? He has passed the baton now. He's passed the baton. So what you going to do? You going to pick it up? Are you going to pick it up and run with it? What are you going to do with the baton? Or you going to be the bystander that always talking mm-hmm. and never doing. Listen, this,
1: it, it's its a lot to do what we do in the yes. community. Everybody don't want to be doing what we doing because you know what? people scared Mm -hmm. people talk good but they don't really want to get their hands involved Mm -mm. they scared for Mm -hmm. real so my whole thing is other parts you can play in it donate if you ain't a private investor yeah Yeah. it's so many private (laughs) investors (laughs) out out here so many under the table like Mm -hmm. you know what i invest in it i'm Mm -hmm. the silent owner Mm -hmm. do what you need to do yeah but are you just going to look at this and say, hey, I'm going to keep saying, rest in peace, King. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a tragedy. Another one gone too soon. He tried to do. What you going to do? Because mm-hmm. guess what? What mm-hmm. they going to say about you when you leave? Come on now. What they going to say?
2: Because we, we talking good about mm-hmm. him. But what, what they are gonna they going to say, gonna say about, about, you? about you? Well, they're going to make up something. They,
1: okay. They're going to have
2: to make up something. They're going
1: to have to make up something. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't do nothing in your community. You didn't do nothing, you didn't play a part, you didn't leave a mark. You just talk good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you wanted to be seen. Mm-hmm.
2: In a part of something. In a
1: part of something. Instead of really putting that money and saying, you know what, they right, let me learn from this. Mm-hmm. He did this, he mm-hmm. stood up for our community. Mm-hmm. It's hard to stand, it's like you, you standing alone. Uh, yeah. You gotta stand alone, and that's why I say this. This life being into the community, this a whole nother beast mm-hmm. when you trying to stand for a community that's divided. That's right. That's this is a whole beast we fighting because mm-hmm. we so divided trying to stand for something, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I ain't hear about no documentary before this happened. Me neither. Ain't nobody was sharing this. Nobody this was, little,
2: but everybody said they knew. I was like, go, I ain't knew. heard nobody sharing it, about no documentary that they? he
1: was doing. Why? Why didn't it make? Why didn't it make the news or the social media post before now? Right. What? Why didn't it make the post? I'm I'm confused. Where was the share? And it's always until a tragedy happened when people start saying, "Oh yeah, because they was working on their album. Oh, they was working on their movie. We ain't know about it."
2: You ain't sharing that he one sharing time. That. We could have supported. Them. We could. We could have downloaded it. I mean, <laughs> on Spotify, SoundCloud. I mean, something.
1: But guess what? Everybody subscribe to their the YouTube. YouTube. Something. Something. Stop waiting for these disasters, people. Stop waiting. And I, I, I'm hoping that this woke a lot of you guys up and, and literally not get so distracted by the other stuff that's being said mm-hmm. and pay attention to what, he, what really needs to happen. Pay attention to, hey, he left a legacy. I'm listening to his lyrics. I hear what he's saying. Do something. Mm-hmm. That's it. Don't get caught up in the other stuff because then it becomes a distraction.
2: Absolutely.
1: And then you get caught up in all the other Absolutely. extra foolery. Mm-hmm. And then you get caught. It's the government. It's the, don't get caught up in all that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What mark are you going to
2: leave? Mm-hmm. And it's so true. On Facebook, I had seen this. Um, it was a, a video from the um, Animal Kingdom. And it had two deers that was fighting. And the um, the caption was, is that, we spend so much time fighting up one another that we can't even focus on the enemy that's approaching. My God So it was two mm. deers headlocked with their mm. antlers and they was fighting. The other deer seen the, the lion coming from in a distance and they ran off. The lion was able to come and attack the two that was fighting and end up killing, killing the one. Both. And it was it was it was so powerful because I said, Wow, That is what's going on in friendships and marriages Mm, and families. We're so busy fighting each other that we can't even see the enemy coming. And he's coming. coming. And he's coming. He is
1: coming. And that's why we so divided. Cause we we so busy trying to um, get into relationship with business, and the first thing people start saying, "Well, I wonder how much money they bringing in," mm-hmm. and I wonder, it. You start thinking about all Our the favorite, wrong stuff,
2: the little old business that she has. Oh
1: yeah, oh that little biz. Oh she's struggling for real. Like, are you kidding me? If if I'm struggling, partner with me so we won't struggle. That's right. Because again, did this did we at war? But the whole time, the enemy coming to get our kids. Mm-hmm. The enemy coming in to take another black life. Mm-hmm. The enemy coming in that you you keep re-po- resharing missing kids. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Jesus. While we just still, mm-hmm. bop, mm-hmm. bop, we, we gone, we gone, mm-hmm. we gone. Bop, I'm going to hit you here. Oh, I'm going to take a jab here. Enemy still coming. Mm-hmm. The devil ain't saying, I ain't going to let up. Mm-hmm. He's still coming. Because mm-hmm. y'all fighting each other, and I'm taking your kids. Yes. I'm taking your household, and that's what you see. So when people keep saying, "Why is there so many missing kids?" Every time I turn around, I say, "Cause our community so messed up. Mm-hmm. We at each other's throat that we can't say nothing to nobody. Kid, we can't say nothing. So the enemy, like, I'ma just have them be missing.
2: And that it looks like they, it looks like it looks like they with their uncle rebelling. They don't want to go with their uncle. I see them get in the car being pushed and pulled and thrown. I'm like, oh, that ain't my business. Maybe they know them. Mm. And the child is gone. And
1: they're gone. Mm. We said it all. So, you guys, I'm just saying, in a nutshell, we have to support. We have to be a community. We have to do better. We have to do better because just like Mignon just said, we keep being at each other's throat, the enemy going to keep coming, and then we're going to lose another life, and we're going to get distracted. So you guys are thankful for you guys tuning in with us tonight. This has been phenomenal. Of course, we're going to keep it going, you know, after, because I'm going to go live again <laughs> about this topic. You know I am. So until next time, same place, same time. i see you next week. I love you guys.